0: welcome to the fantasy throwdown podcast bringing you the latest in sports news fantasy analysis and opinions don't forget the hot takes can't have a sports show without hot takes these days what about hot cakes though Mm, i want some hot cakes now here's your host ready to jump into the thick of things dwayne calendar hi and welcome to the show everybody it is week 17 and man this nfl season has just flown by Uh, I'm going to go through my picks uh, from uh, Against the Spread uh, and essentially give you a couple of plays that I think might be useful from a DFS perspective. But, you know, fantasy leagues should all be over by now. And just as a word of caution, uh, Attention, please. Attention, please. If you are playing in a Week 17 regular fantasy league, quit that league immediately. It is an utter waste of time playing an entire season of NFL football if you're leaving your championship games for week 17 action when many teams are going to be resting starters. Thank you. It is a terrible idea. Please quit your leagues if you play in week seventeen. That is all. Thank you. Now, after that announcement's out of the way, I mean, it, w- w- seriously, you know, like I, I feel like uh, I, I had to get the speakerphone out because it, you know I, I I can't answer people's questions on week seventeen regular fantasy. When half the teams are trying to bench uh, players, it's mind-blowing. Case in point, uh, let's start off with uh, the first matchup. You got the Bills hosting the Jets. The Bills' playoff position is locked in. Uh, They're going to be the five seed, so they're resting all their starters against the Jets. When this line opened up, the Bills were a a point-and-a-half favorite because there was talk that the Bills might rest their starters. Now that everyone's resting for the Bills, the line has shifted. That the Jets are favored by uh, by a point on the road. Uh, the play here is the Jets. Adam Gase still can't coach. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, people are going to say it's a rush to fire Adam Gase. Uh, part of me still feels as though the Jets will find a way to bungle this game to keep it close. But I- I'll I'll give the Jets the the nod here. Not that. I want to uh, say that the Jets are any good. Uh but Buffalo is going to pare down the playbook to make sure no one gets hurt in this essentially what amounts to a scrimmage game uh with the Jets. Uh so I'll give the Jets not here uh 17 to 10 uh nothing to write home about. Do not play any fantasy players in this game. None. Uh like I, I'm hearing talk about people playing Le'Veon Bell, and I'm like, what are you doing? Adam Gase doesn't like Le'Veon Bell. He's looking to trade him, and yes, while it would be smart to build up his trade value by playing him, Adam Gase didn't do that for the first 16 weeks of the year, so why would he do it in week 17? It it doesn't make any sense, folks. No, don't play Le'Veon Bell. Please don't. Next up, we got Chicago favorite against uh, Minnesota in another situation, Vikings literally crapped the bed on Monday night football uh and gave the division to the to a mediocre Packers squad. I I mean, I, it, I, if the Packers end up with uh with the overall number one seed, which could happen if Seattle beats San Francisco tonight. I mean, I, I just oh, man, it's like talking about unimpressive. But Minnesota once again finds a way to come up small in prime time uh, because the Packers dominated that Monday night football game. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Kirk cousins. I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's, I, I mean, Kirk, I, I, I need, I need, I need a little more out of you, Kirk. I need a little bit more out of you, Kirk. I need it more like this. I mean, you know, just anything, anything out of the Vikings uh, would have sufficed in beating the Packers, but, uh, you know, it just it just wasn't good enough. Point blank, it was not good enough against the Packers Monday night. Uh, the Vikings resting their starter, so don't bother playing the Minnesota backups because uh, Shaw Manion, I mean, I may play one-off lineups, But that's it if I'm mass multi-entering. And if you're not entering more than 25 to 30 lineups, there is no way you should be even remotely touching the Vikings at all today. Uh, So I'm going to give the nod to the Bears uh, uh, laying the points with the Bears on the road as bad as Mitch Trubisky is. uh, And, God, like, if the Bears somehow lose this game to the Vikings, can we just just agree that... uh, Matt Nagy only keeps his job if uh he drafts another quarterback to replace Mitch Trubisky cuz uh, Mitch Trubisky returning as the full-time starter I I feel sorry for Chicago fans in general because yes, Trubisky was hurt this year, but he already had so many severe limitations. It's not even worth the time of day at this point. Moving on, we've got Cincinnati hosting Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati's locked into the overall number one seat. So they've, they have essentially finished tanking, uh, mission accomplished. They got the overall number one seat. They can draft, uh, I mean, I'm sure their original plans were to draft to a tag- uh, tag- of tag Then Joe, Joe Burrow out of LSU comes out of nowhere and he's going to be the number one pick, uh, newsflash, uh, Joe Burrow's the number one pick, uh, Also, if LSU does not win the national title, I will have lost quite a bit of money because LSU clearly is the number one team in college football, and it's not close. I don't care what anyone says out of Ohio State, they are not even remotely close to LSU. Maybe Clemson could pull off an upset, but that's about it. And don't even talk to me about Oklahoma. Like... Please, it is not even close with uh, some of these teams. So LSU, best team in the country. Joe Burrow, number one pick. You've heard it here first. Anyway, with that out of the way, um, uh, yeah. So uh, the Bengals aren't going to ta- uh, uh, put in the tank, and Freddie Kitchens is done in Cleveland. Uh, I mean. Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry are actively asking players to tr- come trade for them. Uh, the Bra- uh, the Browns are utterly disinterested in this game. I'm going to take uh, Cincinnati as the underdog and, you know, make quite a uh, quite a bit of money off of it because if you're telling me Cincinnati's the underdog at home when they don't have to tank anymore and they can actually play uh, play free and try to play for some performance bonuses and beat Cleveland. Yeah, they're gonna get the win against the Browns. I have no doubt about that. I would bet the money line on Cleveland, and I'm and I'm gonna take the points too. So, uh, uh, taking the uh, Cincinnati here to beat Cleveland. Next up, we've got Tampa Bay hosting Atlanta. Tampa a one point favorite, and we have the possibility with a few more interceptions that Jameis Winston could be the first QB in NFL history to throw for the 30 meaning throwing for over 30 touchdowns and throwing 30 interceptions. I want this to happen badly because it proves how much NFL teams truly don't give a damn about winning when it comes to making investment decisions long term because Tampa Bay knows they weren't going to win anything this year and spent this entire year trying to figure out if there's any way of salvaging Jameis Winston as a franchise QB and I'm, pretty sure their answer is maybe Uh, like Jameis can look great and awful in the exact same drive within a two minute time span and there is no rhyme or reason dictating uh whether or not he's going to have a good day or a bad day because it literally goes from throw to throw so I'm going to take Atlanta here uh they've been on a Hot trend, and literally, they want to leave a good taste in Arthur Blank's mouth, so they don't. He doesn't have to fire anyone uh, after uh, the bloodletting of the, uh, the most of the coaching staff earlier in the year. So I'm going to give Atlanta the nod here as the slight underdog, but they really shouldn't be. Uh, New Orleans uh, hosting Carolina. Carolina's an absolute mess. I mean, the Ron Rivera firing situation. David Tepper clearly has uh, a a vision in mind of where he wants to take the team and whoever's going to be the guy probably is going to get a big money deal and a long-term contract similar to what Gruden has. Because if you're going to fire Ron Rivera, you're looking to make an impact and you're not giving out some short-term contract. He wants to make a splash, it seems. So uh, curious to see how that pans out uh, just because it, the, the name the names that are running through the car- possibility for going to Carolina uh it's a it's a wide list uh with Josh McDaniels at the top of the list right now but that could easily change I, you know because I can't see McDaniels leaving New England but uh that's neither here nor there uh New Orleans is gonna roll here they got a chance uh at having a buy uh if uh, certain teams slip up. I don't see it happening. I see San Francisco beating Seattle, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, But uh, I think New Orleans is going to end up as the three seed, but they're going to put a a big number on Carolina. Kansas City hosting the Chargers. Kansas City still has a chance at a a bye. Uh, Slim chance, though, because I can't see New England losing to the Dolphins uh, at all. So Kansas City is going to be the three seed, but, um, you know, they're still gonna put up, uh, uh, put up some numbers against the Chargers. They're gonna win this game outright and cover the eight and a half spread. Uh, yeah, so Casey's to play here. Next up, we've got Green Bay uh, traveling to Detroit. The Lions are a mess. Somehow, Matt Patricia. for next year. So we know which team uh, in 2020-2021 season is gonna be tanking for a number one pick. Uh, Lions, uh, Lions current leader in the clubhouse with uh, retaining Matt Patricia and their GM, because uh, if people think the, the Lions are going to be good next year, based off of the lack of production and in now um, Matthew Stafford having to come back from uh, a back injury, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll I, I, I'll 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 leave it I'll leave it to your imagination. How many players have come back from back injuries? to be just as good, if not better than what they already were. And Matthew Stafford has routinely struggled to make the playoffs, even in his prime. I can't wait to see how this turns out next season. So, you know my thoughts there. Green Bay has everything to play for here. Getting, uh, getting, uh, the, uh, uh, the chance at getting the, uh, overall number one seed. If, uh, San Francisco slips up, uh, they're, they're going to win here. Uh, And I, I, I mean, it's a thirteen and a half uh, spread. You know, I would normally take a pass on this, but if you're telling me I got to pick one, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Green Bay side of things. Uh, To me, it just makes more sense. Uh, They got way too much to play for. I can't see the Lions putting up much of a fight. But you know, stranger things have happened. But I, I'd err on the Green Bay side. New England hosting the Dolphins. New England again. They got the bye right in front of them. You know, when they, they're going to do their usual bit of hosting at Foxborough and then figuring out how to game plan against Baltimore uh, uh, in Baltimore to stop Lamar Jackson and advance to the Super Bowl. So, my, you know, as bad as the Patriots offense has been, uh, you know, they'll figure out a way to get it done against Miami. Uh, the Pats are 15.5-point favorites. I hate this line. Uh, realistically, I'd probably just take Miami here, but considering the Pats, uh, put, uh, blew them out by 40 last time through, uh, uh I, I don't want to take the Pats at 15 and a half, but you know, real by practicality you should take Miami with a line this large and as rudimentary as doing those offenses, but man, that's a hard pick to make. Uh, I was like, I would take a pass with money on the line here. So, th- there's that. Uh, moving on, we got Arizona traveling to the Rams. Uh, the Rams, seven and a half point favorites. The Rams, out of the playoffs this year, I mean, complete disappointment. You can call it Super Bowl hangover. I just think that the Rams got exposed uh, over a year ago heading into the playoffs. They got bailed out by the refs against the Saints. They were dreadful against the Patriots who knew exactly how to stop them. And everyone else has been copying the game plan ever since. Uh, Arizona's not a good team. Kyler Murray makes things interesting, but they're not a good team. Uh, I'm going to give the nod to the Rams uh, here, but uh, I think Arizona covers because I don't think the Rams are good enough to beat a team by more than a touchdown. So at a seven and a half point spread, uh, my – Uh, my, 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 my pick is, uh, is to go with, um, uh, my pick is to go with, uh, uh, my pick is to go with, uh, Arizona here just because of the extra half point. That's it. I, I think the Rams win, but I can't expect the Rams to win by two scores. I think that's just a bridge too far. Moving on to the afternoon slate of games. Let's talk about the disaster. That is the NFC East. We've got the Eagles at <laughs> 8-7 and seven, trying to lock up the division with a win over my New York football Giants. Everyone has been talking about whether the Giants should play hard and try to win this. The Giants are going to try to win this game. The Giants are not a good football team. So, again, the Eagles have been struggling against everyone and their mother uh, in this back half of the season uh, to try to make the playoffs. As much as people want to bag on Carson Wentz, and believe me, I got plenty of bag on Carson Wentz about uh, from the turnover issues uh, and just overall still doesn't look as though he has the full backing of his teammates. The The Eagles are a mess, but the Eagles are also injury-plagued, and he's still trying to find ways of getting the job done. I, I, I at least commend Carson Wentz for putting in the effort because compared to some other people in Dallas, you, you can see how much it means to him to make uh, make it to the playoffs on his own since he's been out with injury the past two seasons and Nick Foles was uh, a quarterback in the team. So here's the, here's the deal. I'm going to pick Philly uh, to win this game and they're going to cover the four and a half spread. As much as I want to say that the Giants have a chance at uh, upset, uh, pulling off the upset at home. Oh, I mean, it shouldn't even be an upset because the Giants are at home and Philly's not a good uh, good team either. But the Giants have way too many issues on that defense. As many injuries as the Eagles have, uh, you would still expect Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard to have big games against the Giants secondary. Uh, they're going to be matchup nightmares. I can't see the Giants uh, doing much of anything uh in this one. So, I'm going to give the nod uh to the Eagles and uh you know, they'll get the win and win the division. Now, on the flip side, the Cowboys are going to be playing uh Washington at the exact same time. I'm going to be taking the Cowboys for the first time and again, uh, I'll pro you know what? I I let me re- reverse course slightly. In theory, you could take the Cowboys to win big in Dallas. The problem is, most of the time when it comes to the Cowboys, what you think they're going to do, they do the exact opposite. When they have a must-win game, they lose those must-win games. When you think they might not be able to pull a win off, then they go out and just smoke the Rams in a game that everyone thought they were going to lose. So this Cowboys team is infuriating. But by all accounts they should be able to beat washington if from my perspective if i was betting money on it i'd take the cowboys now if i'm in a picks pool i may actually lean on the side of washington because i know everyone is going to be on the cowboys so as a differential if i'm near if if i'm trying to win a picks pool i may actually go out on the limb and take uh, washington because I can see a situation where the Cowboys still find a way to lose the game because guess what? The Cowboys have lost eight games this year, and about five of them, they had no business losing in the way that they did. So the Cowboys are far and away the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year, and it's not even close because out of all the Super Bowl contenders, uh, when, when you look at Green Bay, you look at San Francisco, uh, you you talk about the Saints. You talk about uh, Baltimore, Kansas City, New England. The Cowboys match up with every single one of them. Why are the Cowboys not going to make the playoffs this year? Mainly because Jason Garrett is still the head coach, and the players tuned them out. And as soon as they got paid, their attention span went Completely in the tank, and they didn't have anyone to actually get them to refocus on the actual job they're supposed to do. Bottom line, Demarcus Lawrence basically said as much when he said that there was a lack of leadership at the top when asked about it. If a player is willing to say that on the record publicly, you know that there were multiple issues going on in that locker room throughout the season and Dak Prescott's contract situation still not being resolved didn't help matters. Moving on. We got Denver and Oakland in a game that really shouldn't matter because the Oak, uh, the Raiders need both uh, Tennessee and uh, the Steelers to lose. I I I can't see the Steelers beating Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh but with Baltimore resting starters, I, I I I give the Steelers a fighting chance. It's a it's a it's a three and a half spread for Baltimore, so I may take the Steelers uh, w- with that extra hook with the half point. Um, just because with Baltimore resting all their starters, I think the Steelers keep it close. I think the Steelers probably lose this by a field goal, so I think the Steelers lose, which means uh, which means Oakland's going to play hard and try to beat Denver, I think the Raiders beat Denver, but I, you know, I think it's close, I I, I think it ends up being, because uh, Denver's a three and a half point favorite, uh, again, this is one of those games where, if I had to bet the money, I'd bet it on Oakland, but if I'm in a picks pool, I'm probably taking Denver, because I still think that as a differential, it this game's this game's close enough that I could see Denver winning, and if Denver wins, more than likely it's because uh, D- uh, Vic Fangio's defense shut down David Carr. So I, w- I mean Derek Carr, I, I I mix up the Carr brothers, but at this point it is what it is. Um, it it, it uh, I so it depends on the situation, but uh, if I had to bet money on it. Uh, outright on a single game. I take Oakland. If I'm at a picks pool, I probably go with the Denver side at three and a half. So, uh, which brings us to, uh, Indy, Indianapolis traveling to Jacksonville. Neither team has anything to play for. I'm going to take the Colts here minus three and a half. Uh, even on the road, Jacksonville kind of packed it in a few weeks ago. The Colts, haven't looked great either. This should be an ugly game. Uh, I would I would pass on it from a fantasy perspective, uh, to be perfectly honest. Uh, which brings us to the final afternoon game before Sunday Night Football. Uh, Tennessee uh, traveling to Houston. Houston is already locked in as the number four seed, so they're going to be resting starters. Tennessee is going to get the win here, minus four and a half. They're going to cover. The only question is, how long does Tennessee starters play for? That's the only way I see Houston uh, doing a backdoor cover here. I think Tennessee wins this one outright and covers. Uh, The question becomes, uh, you know, how long do the uh, Tennessee starters play for? If the Tennessee starters hang in there, uh, then you could say Derrick Henry's a good play at running back. I think most people are going to go with Saquon Barkley. I'm not as sold on Saquon. I'd actually probably play Miles Sanders over Saquon. And Derrick Henry, from a DFS perspective, uh, but you know, realistically, uh, I think it's a situation where Derrick Henry has the chance at the rushing title. So, yeah, I could see Tennessee holding him in there. But you know, if Tennessee is going to make the playoffs, do you really want to be giving Derrick Henry thirty plus carries just so he could set the rushing record? You know, it's it's a gamble. I, I just, I just don't. I don't like the that approach, uh, considering that you're probably going to end up playing Kansas City in a shootout next week. I, I need as rested a Derrick Henry as humanly possible, so uh, I, that's the reason why I don't like him from a DFS perspective this week. On to Sunday Night Football, and to determine the winner of the NFC West and who's going to be the overall number one seed in the NFC, you got the 49ers. If they win, they win the NFC West, obviously, and they win the overall number 1 seed in the NFC if Seattle wins Seattle has a chance at the bye if a couple of teams lose out uh they would also win the NFC West and then San Francisco would end up becoming the 5 seed uh if the 49ers lose they would be one of the most dangerous wild card teams we have seen in a number of years if Seattle uh loses i think they have a chance at upsetting Philadelphia because Philly, uh, like I said, I expect Philly to beat the Giants. Philly is a weak team overall. Um, just with the amount of injuries, I think Seattle's a better team, even with Seattle losing all of their starters and having to re-sign Marshawn Lynch. That's right, folks. Marshawn Lynch is back in the NFL because Seattle is down to their fourth string running back. Incredible. Uh I again, if Seattle is playing on running Marshawn Lynch. Ten to fifteen times. Uh I am taking San Francisco all day, every day, uh at minus three and a half. Uh to to me, there I just can't see Seattle winning this game. Even at home, I can't see the Seahawks winning this game unless San Francisco just has some sort of meltdown. But based off of the injuries Seattle has had, Russell Wilson's gonna have to play out of his mind to keep this game close and find a way to steal it at the very end. They've, he's been doing it all year so you know can he do it against the 49ers yeah but i i that's just a tall ask i'm just saying i, I my money would be on San Francisco and i would take that with confidence uh i would say uh San francisco wins at 27 20 uh and that's just the end of it so uh that's all i got for now uh i'm gonna get out of here just so i can finish setting the rest of my lineups, but good luck to everyone and, uh, have a good one, folks.